When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Browns Blitz. Today is Thursday, October the 12th. This is episode number 219. I'm your host, Rod Bloom. Joining me today is my brother, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how are things going? Oh, going great, Rod. Can't wait to go to the football game this weekend and watch P.J. Walker. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> P.J. Walker, however brief the period may be, is uh, that era is going to right. begin, I guess, on uh, Sunday <laughs> against, uh, yeah, much, uh, what, what should we say, much acclaim, much whatever, something like right. that. Anyways, um, yeah, not what we were expecting, but it's what we're going to get. So, uh, so yeah. yeah, so um. Still looking forward to to a fun time, going to a game. Um, probably the only game uh, we'll get to this year, I would right. think. Yeah, so, for sure. So, yeah. Um, Going to be a little bit cold after this, so you never know. Yeah, I don't do cold anymore. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand. So, <laughs> so yeah, so um, so that's Jeff. Uh, follow him at Sloop Doggy Dog if you, if you dare. And um, haven't <laughs> given that out in a while. And... Uh, Joining us tonight uh, at last at the last possible minutes notice is uh, the backbone of the Fanatical Elves Network, John Suchan. You can follow him at John Suchan, coincidentally enough. Hey, John, how are things going? Great. How are you this evening? I'm doing I'm I'm doing wonderful. If that's, Thank you for having me on. This absolutely. Yeah, it's it's been a little while since we talked on a on a podcast. Other than you know, I mean, we text, but yeah, yes, it's been a while I, since we talked like this. I got to celebrate your 200th episode with you. That was fantastic, and really enjoyed that. And congratulations on your on your daughter uh, getting married as well recently. That was awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, it was a great time. Great time, and yeah, it's been. Uh, it's been 19 weeks since episode 200. Can you, can you guys believe that? Yeah, we're wow. so much older now. My God. Yeah, so we're old. And, and maybe wiser even. 
Probably not. <laughs> Are we wiser than the Browns front office and the, and the coaching staff and everybody that's, uh, you know, watching out for Deshaun Watson? That's what I want to know. Uh, I'm not going to claim that. Oh. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> Well, we're uh we got a game coming up Sunday and due to the bye, we already talked about the the last Browns game, so thankfully we don't have to talk about that one again. But um before we dive into football, we're going to do our blitz beverages and we've only got one participant on this episode and that would be me. So the only reason I'm uh, talking about this guys is I I am drinking something a little bit special and mm. You guys, uh, everybody's like, oh, he says that every week. But this one is really <laughs> special. <laughs> I'm not even going to say it's one of my favorites because I've never had it before. But I'm drinking an Iron Shore Bach. And this is from Cayman Islands Brewery, made in Grand Cayman. And this mm, wow. was brought back to me by the newlyweds, by my Ooh, now nice. son-in-law, Josh. He brought me a six of this back. Um, it's, it's in an aluminum can, it's pretty thin aluminum and, and the can's a little dinged up. You can tell it's been transported around, but it's, uh, it tastes good guys. I'm uh, pretty impressed. Um, nice. you know, I'm not, I don't know that I've had a lot of different Bach beers, but, um, it's got a nice flavor to it. And I can tell you, I've never had anything from the Cayman Islands before. Do you so. save those when you finish these brews that you have, these different ones that you drink all, you know, during your show? Are you keeping those? Do you have like a special place that you, you know, m- memorialize the, the. Like the cans drinks? and bottles? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you keep those? John, you've obviously never been to my house. I have so much crap in my house that there's no way I could possibly save cans and bottles in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to declutter. No, John, what I do, I am I am on untapped, so I will keep a record there of the beers that I have partaken in. Okay. So this, this will go in that log, and I'll, I'll know that I had it because it'll be on that list. This will be... I love it. Yeah, this will be like number... I, I only started doing the untapped within the past year or two, and this will be... Um, this will be like number 90 or something like that. I tried to try different ones, and... People that drink a lot will say that, you know, that's obviously in a couple of years, that's not a ton of different beers, but it's cool trying different ones and and just kind of rating them and everything on untapped. So, yeah, so if anybody's on untapped, um, I have no idea what my name is on. Oh, it's it's Clee Rod B, believe it or not. You want to hook link up with me to see what I drink, you can can find me on there. Yeah, I mean, I try to be consistent, guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good beer. So, um, yeah, I don't know if you can get, I don't know if you can get this anywhere outside of Grand Cayman, but yeah, um, well, pretty that's, cool that's, and pretty cool that you brought is this. This a special back moment, home. yeah, special. Yeah, yeah. Now Josh might be mad that I'm drinking one without him, but there's still five of them out there because <laughs> he brought it over. It wasn't cold, so it had to go in the fridge. And I'm like, well, I'll, I'll drink one on the podcast, and there's still some out there. So, so he'll still get two or three of them. So. So no big, no big nice. deal. So, so yeah, guys, let's um, I guess let's talk about news. Um, did you guys see the? Uh, I mean, it's kind of last week's news, but 
you know, David Njoku with the uh, with the accident and playing in the game, and everybody's like, you know, that's cool, he played. And then this this photograph of his face came out, and man, he was he was pretty seriously burned in that um, in that accident. So um, yeah, just kind of wanted to get your get your thoughts. And um, John, go go ahead. I mean, um, yeah, I just no, I, I just I just thought, look, man, I thought, man, I'm not going to question this guy's toughness again. Not that no. I ever have. But. No, he's, yeah. And the fact that he played right away, I mean, I think initially, probably, you know, I've never been burnt like that, so I don't know. But I'm guessing that, you know, since it happened so recently and then they covered him up that he was able to, I mean, I'm sure he was in a lot of pain, but I'm sure since yeah. that game, that the pain and all, you know, you know, when you're recovering from that and the, and the burns are trying to get better, it's got to be real uh, even harder. So, yeah, it looked yeah. awful. I mean, but, you know, he's a trooper. I'm sure he'll be out there on Sunday. Uh, they're taking yeah. their precautions and whatnot. But, yeah, him sharing that, I know they got a lot of play on social media. And, um, you know, the kid's been around Cleveland forever. I mean, you think about it. He's been there since. 2017 right the browns probably your your six or seven seven yeah he, yeah he came along before um well then when did my he came before miles was it 2016 or 2017 he was drafted same same draft i, I think yeah same yeah he miles. Was. okay so it was 16 right miles went 17 okay 17 17 okay yeah miles went number one and then they picked the joku up at the end of the first round i believe but um, yeah, he's been. I did the idea that he's been there. I know he's had some ups and downs, and has I think asked for trades and some different things over the last couple of seasons. But you know, uh, I'm glad he's okay. I mean, that's a scary. I mean, the fact that he experienced yeah. that. Who know? I mean, you know, we weren't there. I'm sure that it was just uh, just awful. Whatever you know happened. I know I've I've tried to light my fire back here for my uh, my my grill. Um, that's some, sometimes a, a, a real uh, scary ordeal. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I'm glad he's okay, and uh, hopefully he's taking his time to you know heal, and he'll he'll help the Browns win this game against the 49ers. So. Yeah. So okay. so Jeff, let's get some let's get your thoughts. Yeah, I don't have much to add. I mean, other than you know, all historically, all we've ever talked about is our safeties getting burnt. So. I guess this is a step forward somehow. <laughs> I think it's late enough to for that to be funny. And, you know, I mean, the injury happened over a week ago. so Not too soon. Yeah, I, th- I think we're good. Okay. Or, yeah. Yeah, I think we're good with that. So. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I mean, the first thing I'm thinking is, you know, when I saw the pictures, you know, we've all, like, burned our finger on a pan or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that that hurts, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, burns are really painful. So, um, mm-hmm. so for him to play through that, you know, um, I I really salute the guy. You know, um, I don't know if everybody would would have played through something like that. So, so yeah. so yeah. I mean, I got you know, sorry it happened, and um, hope he's hope he's feeling better and everything. But man, you know, that's that's pretty tough. Pretty tough to play through that. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, guys. Uh, let's see. Other news surrounds the quarterback position. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, PJ Walker will be starting on Sunday. 
Um, I looked at his stats a long time ago. I don't have them in front of me. How, how many games did he start for Carolina, guys? Was it four or six? I think he started eight last year. Was it eight? Okay. Yeah. I think okay. he's got a five and ten record overall. And uh, he, he won a couple of big games last year. He won a game against Tom Brady a year ago. He beat well, Tom Brady and, and, and the Buccaneers. Well, shoot. That bodes, right? bodes well. I mean, so you're saying yeah. there's a chance. There's a, yeah, we were talking on the Fanatical Elves earlier this evening about, and uh, Steve Gill, he had some other stat that was really interesting. He's three and one in home games. Um, and there was something, oh, um, there was another big win that he, he had as well. So, I mean, the kid's got some veteran experience. Yeah. Uh, but he, he's short. I'm a little nervous about his shortness. He's 5'11. So, well, five elevens, you know, that's like an average height for a lot of our players. So that's right in our wheelhouse. We like that. We like that. (laughs) I mean, we we can say a lot of things about Brock Purdy, but um, you know, I just before the moment passes here, I have to say Brock Purdy, Brock Brock Purdy is no Tom Brady, (laughs) right? Uh, Yeah. The kid's been playing pretty well though. I have to say that. So he so, beats yeah, us. Our the, fan base will make him one. Yeah. Now, yeah. We had this conversation a little bit earlier about Brock Purdy because he did look so great the other night. Oh, he looked against really Dallas. good. But, yeah. but the guy, you know, Elliot and Steve were talking about, you know, the idea that Dallas and how they play their defense um, is not uh, or would give. I mean, San Francisco is a very good team. I mean, so any team that's playing them will probably look bad. But they, they, or Elliot at least thought that that the Browns will probably have a much better chance come Sunday. I know we, we'll talk about that later with you, but um, I think there is hope. There is some hope. Yeah, yeah. So, so Jeff, I, I want to get your thoughts on uh, on. P.J. Walker starting over DTR in this game. Because, I mean, there's been a lot of talk that, you know, DTR didn't know he was going to start in in that, you know, in the last game and, and, you know, wasn't ready and things like this. And, um, you know, just just, – I guess I just want to get your thoughts on how you feel about this move. So let me me address that part first because this has been, like, irritating me all week. Okay, it's not the Browns' job to tell reporters and the fan base who's going to play. We don't need the other team knowing who to prepare for. Okay, or or any more than we're going to tell the other team what plays we're going to run. Okay, (laughs) it's not it's it's not no matter how many times you ask the same stupid question. Okay, it's not the coach's job to, to, to be the doctor and to say whether the quarterback can go or not until he says yes or no. Right. So all of that aside, um, last week it was a game time decision. We've all heard that term used before, right? Mm-hmm. Go, no go. Right. So game time decision, DW says can't go. All right. So now what do you do? You take that game plan, you give it to your, your backup quarterback. Okay. Um, not ideal. The backup quarterback in our case is a fifth round rookie that we want to groom 
that has a lot of upside that in a year or two probably will be able to step in seamlessly for DW and run his offense a la what Hundley does for Lamar. Yeah, that that's that was the, the long-term game plan. But when a guy like that gets yeah. pressed into service, obviously uh, it, it's not an ideal situation. So so what do you do now that you've you've completely destroyed your your rookie backup? Okay, you've you've shattered his confidence <laughs> by by getting his ass whipped up and down the field by the Ravens. Okay, um, yeah. you turn to your third-string veteran who, and that might be a strong word. Okay, but PJ Walker at least has some starting experience in the NFL mm-hmm. and you know can can hopefully execute an NFL game plan without <laughs> shooting himself in the foot, you know, uh, being his own right. worst enemy, right? Um, so if, if what you what you do is as the coaching staff is you hope that he takes care of the ball first and foremost. Yeah. Okay. Yep. He doesn't do anything negative that that you know takes you out of the game. Um, and then you hope that your defense can give you some opportunities and, and, and maybe that way we make this a, a reasonably close game. But obviously mm-hmm. when, you know, when we looked at the schedule, we started thinking about, you know, who was going to play and or yeah. who we were going to play and when we said, you know, we'd like to go in an early game. That 49ers game is going to really be a test of our metal. It's going to be, you know, one of the tougher games on our schedule. That'll be a good measuring stick for where we are as a franchise. Hopefully our, our offense has gotten its shit together by then. You know, our defense is playing well and and you know, we'll we'll get a read on this team. Well, guess what? There's no read because your starting quarterback isn't playing. Mm-hmm. So so now you just hope to get through that, you know, this this next stretch and until he can. And whether it's PJ Walker or DTR or the next Joe Schmo off the street. OK, it doesn't matter because we've invested in our future or our, all of our future capital uh, in our starting quarterback in QB one. And until he can play. Nothing else really matters. Yeah, I will. I will agree <laughs> with everything you just said. Yeah, sorry. I was a little pissed <laughs> off. No, no I, I understand. I understand. Totally. <laughs> um, yeah, I. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've been I've been struggling with this game because um, you know a lot of everybody and and I know, I'm sure you have strong feelings on this too, John. But you know the the team had these <laughs> yeah. four games you know at the beginning of the schedule that that right. we thought were, was going to be a tough stretch, and then the 49ers game, and now they're sure. two and two, and they're looking at the 49ers game, which yeah. which everybody knows is the toughest game on the schedule. Okay, mm-hmm. there right. there isn't a team in the NFL that's that looks better than the 49ers right now. So, you know, maybe that'll change by the end of the season. But right now, the 49ers are the best team in the league. So, so everybody's thinking, well, man, if we go to two and three, our season's over. You know, well, well, no, you you got beat by the Ravens, who, um, mm-hmm. you know, who have one of the best defenses, and they were playing against our rookie quarterback, mm-hmm. and then you're going up against. I'll just say it, the best team in the league, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and people hear us. Oh, he's making excuses for the Browns. No, they need <laughs> to win. Well, it's not excuses. It's facts. OK, you're playing very good teams, yes. you know, and, and you're only five games in. You still have 12 games left and nobody's season is over when they're two and three in the NFL. No, that's just how it is. So I hope to see a good a good game, a good performance, and 
you know, I'm not counting the Browns out on this one because of the Browns defense, because if anybody can, can do, do the job against the 49ers offense, it's the Browns defense. Now I heard, um, Rod, I got a cool stat from Steve tonight. He was telling us that according to his statistics, um, uh, Jim Schwartz and his defenses over the years, there he is eight and one against uh, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, uh, in in his career, which yeah. perked perked my interest up quite a bit, um, because yeah, it's that's a great. I mean, if you want to look at an alternative way of seeing this game, we've got a really good defense, and I know they they got beat pretty poorly the other not other day, but just they were exposed. They were out there on the field all day long and whatever. Mm-hmm. But they now here you go. You got an opportunity. You're eight and one career. I mean, obviously Kyle Shanahan's probably got track of that as well. That's probably crept in the back of his mind. He's going oh, he up knows. Against, <clears throat> going up against Jim Schwartz. Uh, so that's a nod on, in the Browns' favor. And uh, if there's, you know, the, the Browns talked all week and Steady Eddie, Kevin Stefanski about. Uh, you know, getting the turnovers, you know, back in the Browns' favor. And uh, I think that's going to be really a, a real thing to look at in this game. The Browns can, <laughs> well, can, no can get it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean no problem. That, that whole uh, Shanahan versus Schwartz thing is, is fun and everything. But um, we've turned the ball over 10 times. Yeah. And San Francisco's turned it over twice. Okay. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter how good our defense is. If our offense keeps gift wrapping points to the other yeah. teams, then it doesn't matter. Okay. So you're, you're exactly right, yeah. John. We have got to clean up that part of the game, protect the damn football, not turn it over and let our defense do something to affect the game for us. And, and, you know, I've, I've been looking for the last several weeks for our defense to do that, you know, to, to get us yeah. on the board with some points. Right. Yeah. So instead of, you know, us give, yeah. gift wrapping points, maybe somebody does it for us. Um, yeah. You know, th- that's really for me, that's the, the tail of the tape in this game is that, you know, well, we've, we've got to win the turnover battle. That Pittsburgh game. I mean, they got a couple opportunities there that we did get some turnovers. It's just when we weren't able to convert. Right. Isn't it? Right. I, I remember like yeah. Delpit picked that one off pretty early. That was pretty close to the, I think we settled for three in that in, on, on that possession, but yeah, um, yeah, we got to That's, I mean, you go back to 2020, right, Jeff? Isn't that like if you look at the stats in that 2020 season where the Browns were successful, didn't they have a real nice margin? Yes, a plus yes. margin. Yeah, yeah. you got yeah. you got to be plus in the turnover margin for sure. Yeah, yeah, that'll make a defense look better. It'll make an offense look more efficient because you start with better field position. I mean, Absolutely. all those things are tough to overcome when you're giving away possessions and that that's that's to me that's the biggest issue with this team it's not you know who the head coach is you know, what plays he's calling or any of that stuff it's let's stop giving away the football yeah 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 and and i think you have to i mean i mean you you respect the uh, 49ers offense but i think you have to at least like the matchup of the Browns defense on their offense that they, that you have to have some faith that Jim Schwartz can keep the Browns in the game with his unit. So I think it really does come down to the Browns offense against that 49ers defense. Right. 
and whether they can do anything, keep the defense off the field and score some points, and like you said, maintain possession of the football. Yeah. I think that's really what the game comes down to. Especially in in a low-scoring game where you've got two really good defenses facing each other. And really, that's that's where the Ravens game was headed until it mm-hmm. kind of went off the rails late in the game. Right. Um, right. But, you know, when you've yeah. got two really good defenses facing each other, and you, you expect it to be a low-scoring game. One possession can can make or break a game. Um, and, and you've got to be able to score points either with your defense or do enough offensively against that defense to, to outscore them um, any way possible, whether that's, you know, 10 field goals or, you know, some other combination. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you got to be able to get to, you know, 20 plus points. And, you know, yeah. the part the other part of that stat is that um, Schwartz's defenses have never given up more than 20 points to Shanahan. So mm-hmm. that, you know, that and, and we're, we're averaging something like 19 right. points or something that we're giving up right now. So, um yeah, you, you look for that low-scoring game. You look for the, the tightly contested possessions. And, and you know, one interception, one pick six can be the determining factor in a game like this. Everything else being equal, okay? Now, when you don't have your starting quarterback, that, you know, that kind of makes it tough. Yeah. Now, John, you're going to be at the game. Yes. Too, right? We will be. I will, I will be there. Um, going up with my wonderful wife, Laura Jean, and, uh, it's the one game that she'll, she goes with me on one, one, uh, game during the season. And like you said, it's going to be still a little bit warm, but it's supposed actually, it sounds like it's going to be in the fifties and a little mid fifties. Yeah. And, yeah. and rain. So we'll so, I, I yeah. sat through that rain that first week or second week, man, that was just like that cloud just hung right over Cleveland stadium. <laughs> I was just soaking. I'm still drying out, but uh, yeah. 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 I hope we don't see that again. I hope not, yeah. but but guys, if you can remove yourselves from and myself from the equation of being at the game, and and just thinking Browns versus 49ers, do do you want a rainy nasty game against these guys, or would you rather see, you know, clear weather? Do you think the rain would be more of an advantage for the Browns? I think it helped against the Cincinnati Bengals in Week One. Um, that was, I mean, I thought that was played in our favor, our defense, Miles Garrett. I mean, all, there was a lot of, I mean, obviously they didn't, Cincinnati didn't play well, but that's partially because of the Browns defense. And yeah, I yeah. think the weather always, I think that's all, it's a big, uh, advantage for us. It's, you know, uh, I know people are always wanting a dome and, and this sort of thing, but mm-hmm. I, I walked away from that Cincinnati game going, this is that, that, that weather helped. So. Yeah, I, I want to be in a dome, John. I, I I'll you go to be more a dome? games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll sure. I'll go to more no, games. That's true. Yeah, but you go to more games. I, yeah, yeah. I do yeah. think I do think that they will build a, a dome. I think at some point, maybe maybe after we're all we've all you know died, but <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think I think I think the Browns franchise, if they still stay in Cleveland, hopefully they will forever. But um, I think the dome it will be had because. I mean, I, I just, it's, it's just cold. And like you said, like you'll go to more games and, yeah. uh, you know, you'll, the fan base will, you know, maybe we can host a Super Bowl then and maybe we can be in a Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> so, 
Right. Yeah. We're not hosting yeah. the Super Bowl, and that's probably the only way we're going to see one here. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Very possible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think bad weather probably. We, we've we've demonstrated as a team that, that we don't like to play in bad weather either. So I don't know that it, 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 it could be that much of an advantage for us. All, all it well, does is yeah. creates more turnover opportunities. Yeah, it kind of does. I, I think maybe playing in, I don't know, I think maybe playing in the bad weather was a little bit better when Nick Chubb was out there. But uh, Well, that's, yeah, that's good. Well, you you know, know, if, if you had a running game the- that was working, <laughs> you, yeah. you know, you could you could pound the pound the football, but yeah, we haven't shown that we can get more than two yards carry. Do you think there's any chance that they go out and try to um, pick up another like running back out there, like either free agent or a trade still? I, I yeah, I, I, I'm sure they're looking, John, but I, I just don't think it fixes the problem. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the line play. I think it is yeah. too. I, I don't think it's the backs and I'm not saying they're all great, but I think there's enough talent there to be able to run the ball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I, I also said like Steve Gill on the, our, our network too, he was talking about it earlier in the week and he, he just, you know, and we've all talked about this a little bit about, you know, how we really missed Nick Chubb and it really has kind of exposed just what an amazing runner that Nick is. I mean, just, yeah, yeah, um, for sure. You're, you're not going to replace yeah. him. Yeah. Um, I think Jerome Ford has a very similar running style. Um, I think mm-hmm. if, if the line is doing what they're supposed to be doing, you don't, you, you you're not going to get those, um, occasional 20 yard runs that, that Nick, Nick Chubb comes up with from time to time because he makes extra people miss, but you're yeah. probably going to be able to average, you know, six, seven, eight yards a carry. It's particularly late in the game if our line is blocking and, and I just, I think our line is so preoccupied with pass blocking that they've completely forgotten how to run block. Mm. That's that could be, you know, do you remember how Jerome Ford in the very first offensive play against the Ravens went 25 yards, but he got called yeah. back because of a hold. Right. I mean, that, mm-hmm. would, that I mean, that would have helped. <laughs> right. Our, yeah. Our, yeah. Our run stats because we only had that that was wiped out and then you had the Pierre Strong run in, in garbage time at the end of the game. Yeah. But in that you game, get called yeah. for holding on a running play. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, know, I don't know what they're going to do, but yeah. Um, we're not stopping guys from getting to the quarterback. We're mowing them down. <laughs> right. Right. Okay, guys. Uh, we put it off long enough. Let's let's launch. Let's talk a little bit about Sean Watson. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, we we put we spend as much time playing doctor on this podcast over the past few years as anything else. I swear. Um, you know, it's second guessing and everything. And I understand people are upset that, that you know that. Um, they're not being told stuff and Deshaun's not talking to the press and everything. As far as I'm concerned, he can play or he can't. Um, I don't really care beyond that. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't need all the inside stuff. I just don't, but I'll give you guys a chance to sound off on it. Um, that that's about all I have to say about it. So, so go ahead, go ahead, Jeff. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we went through this a couple seasons ago um, with a with a shoulder injury, and the guy kept playing and just kept hurting the team week in and week out. And we said, yeah. oh, it's because his shoulders hurt. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. why why is he still playing? Why didn't he take a couple weeks off and get healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, because he's a soldier and we wanted him to gut it out and he's going to keep playing. He he decides when he plays, right? And he wanted to play through it, right? And and it was awful to watch. And, yeah, and, and now, you know, all the people that said, well, why didn't he take some time off? Are, are turning it around and going, uh, well, why isn't Watson just gutting it out and playing? Well, because <laughs> he's going to go out there and throw wounded ducks all over the field. You but he makes more money than Baker did. Right. <laughs> you can't play the position of quarterback in the NFL with a bad shoulder. You just can't. And, and <laughs> until he's healthy, there's no point in running him out there. You're not going to learn anything, and you're just going to potentially get him hurt worse. So let the guy heal up. It's it's unfortunate, you know. Um, yeah. Nobody nobody wanted to see him get hurt. And let me just take you back a few weeks to to the Titans game, where he completed eight, like something like eighty two percent of his passes, right? Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. he and Stefanski were chest bumping, and and everything was good, right? And we were. We're all in this crescendo of, you know, here comes the Super Bowl, right? And right. then he gets hurt. And and pretty hasn't soon played, hasn't played since. Yeah. Pretty soon he forgot how to play quarterback, right? Yeah. Um our just, season's everybody over. Just just needs to take a breath and let the guy get healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John, yeah. you can still say whatever you want at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you listen to our Fanatical Elves Network, I have special shows all week, the, the Sean Watson shoulder injury watch party. Um, and I've kind of been the opposite of Jeff and uh, been that crazy, wild, overreactive uh, Browns fan that <laughs> isn't taking a breath. And uh, trying to, <laughs> to, it's Thursday now. Um, I get here's I guess what a lot of fans and a lot of my conversations with the my colleagues at work and things that are Browns fans. You know, this you know just you know going back to that like you were just saying, Jeff, going back to the game against Tennessee. Right? They they win that game, but he got hurt. Um, I'm trying to remember when he got hurt exactly. Now he's probably been playing on a lot of adrenaline and all this stuff but he's even doing like you said chest pumps and all this stuff and but no one really knew until what wednesday right in you know i know the team doesn't have to disclose yeah, stuff, but yeah, that yeah. week that 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 he was really injured or had yeah. i mean we knew that he had a bump and he yeah i don't we think we knew during the game at all no and so so and then no one kind of knows about any of this and then when you get to that 
you know, Friday, and then you get to the game. Friday, he's telling everybody and Mary Kay Cabot, you know, I'm going to play. And supposedly the team thought he was going to play. And then he, they get to that game Sunday morning. And if you were watching pregame on Sunday morning, you know, they're showing Deshaun out there with Kevin Stefanski and uh, good steady Eddie and, 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 and uh, Barry out there throwing the ball. He's throwing, you know, 10 yard passes and stuff. And, you know, from afar and watching it on video or to the TV, it looked like, okay, he's, he's warming up. He's, um, you know, you're thinking, okay, he's going to play. And then they said, no. So I then, and then since that time, we just, it's been like this disappearing act. And I know that he doesn't have to be there and he doesn't have to give press conferences, but it's just been odd. And I think what added to it the was at the beginning of the week of the bye week after he went out initially, Stefanski, and maybe it was just how he worded it at the press conference, but saying how he was a go like he was medically cleared, but it was his decision or Deshaun's not to go. Well, that got everybody talking. And then Barry comes out the next day and tries to say, well, it was really our decision as a group. And so I think there was just a lot of that. And I, that's where I think a lot of the, the fans and just to be honest, I mean, all of this, I mean, this buildup to this, this season and to you know, him, Deshaun being this spectacular player, like we were, we saw it highlights back in, 2019 and 2020 we're all waiting for that and now he's hurt and now we're waiting and now we don't hear from him and now he's leaving the locker room and now he's not um or he's warming up supposedly indoors while the team is outside and now he needs to be functionally ready to play (laughs) so i think it's just a lot and i think the fans are just disappointed i'm disappointed i wanted to see watson play in this big game that we talked about prior to the mm-hmm. season even starting. And so, I mean, like, in the reality is that if the Browns win, they're going to be three and two. If the Browns lose, they're going to be two and three. And Rod, you've said, I mean, there's still going to be 13 games to play um, or 12 games. 12, to play after, yeah. 12 yeah, still. after, after this game's over and there's a lot, lots of the season. I think it's, it's the panic is like no one's saying, or they're saying stuff, but it's like no one's saying a lot. And then you're like, is he really okay? Is this just what they're saying it is? And should we, like you said, Jeff, just take a deep breath because we would like to talk to Deshaun. We'd like to, or at least hear from him. And uh, we we haven't had that opportunity yet. And I think that's just got everybody nervous. I'm nervous because I until I hear from him, um, I don't know. I just, like a lot of Browns fans, it's like, is the kid going to play again? It's like, they're saying two to six weeks. Well, this is week three. Are we going to see this kid be on the field for the Browns? We're all anticipating. Yes. You know, we'll give him another couple of weeks and he'll be good to go. But I'm like, uh, I want, I'm just, I'm just nervous as a fan. Guys, this might be, a, this might be a stretch, but do you guys remember when the Chicago Cubs were in the playoffs for the first time in a long time and um, trying to get to a World Series or whatever, this is before they beat, way before they beat the Indians. So, um, oh, yeah. way, way back. Okay. And, and there was that foul ball hit to, and Moises Alou went to catch that foul ball and that fan, what was his yes. name? Bortman or something right. took the ball, you know, took the ball away and, and Moises Alou just like freaked out. And everything, just a total yes. overreaction. That's been our fan base for 50 plus years. 
Yes. <laughs> it does. I mean, you know, the, the, and that's how the Cubs were in that in their fan base because nothing had gone right for them for a hundred years. Um, yeah. You know, they felt like they're walking on eggshells and everything had to go perfect. It wasn't enough yes. to be good. Um, something yes. was always going to go wrong. They were never ever going to win anything. And I've, well, I that, think as, a, as an that's how our fan, fan base does. Yeah, no, and I think Rod, that's I mean, I mean, I know as a fan of the team for the last you know forty plus fifty, you know, forty uh, some years. I think it's just also like as a just a fan rooting for a team that you love, you want to see them succeed, and then you start realizing that you're not going to be around forever, <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> And and your team's still not winning, so I think it's like that's yeah. where a lot of us uh, fans are. And uh, yeah, well, we we love the Browns, John, and we love talking Browns, and we all have the, that you know all have that within us that we want one Super Bowl before we die. But yes, honest to God, <laughs> there are so many things that are more important than the one Super Bowl before we die, and we all know this. And I'm saying this on a Browns podcast, but. You know, <laughs> there are so many things that are more important in life. And and honestly, just being a fan of the team and going to games and being a fan and talking with other people about the team. That's what's being that's what being a Browns fan is all about. You know, yeah, sure. I hope to see the big wins, but if they don't happen, I'm not going to you know, I'm not going to die regretting that I was a Browns fan, you know, right. because, <laughs> you know. Yeah, because I, I got Absolutely. to do all this stuff and talk to all these people and make all these friends. And, you know, it was it was still, believe it or not, a positive experience for me. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree, too. I'm, <laughs> I, I agree with the same. Yeah. So um, what we don't have, Rod. Rather than focusing on all the positives and and where this team is now. Yeah. versus where it was a few short years ago. Um, I think that's what bothers me too, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, we, we've beat this to death, but um, we have a nice foundation here now. We have really good players, a really deep roster. Um, I mean, pretty much everybody nationally has said that this is the best roster the Browns have had in a very long time. Um, probably since before the expansion. Um, all the pieces are in place for us to have a nice run over the next several years. But we still have this week-to-week mentality. And no nowhere more obvious than, than the first four games of the season. I mean, we absolutely yeah. mm-hmm. dominated the Bengals in week one. Mm-hmm. We, we, we shot ourselves in the foot on Monday night football against the Steelers. And then we came back and absolutely dominated the Titans. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. all anybody remembers is how bad we looked against the Ravens. You have I to think it's just that fear, Jeff, but it's that fear as a Browns fan, like you guys are also talking about, like, it's just because we got blown out of the water that it's just, like we can never have anything good. We, you know, you, yeah. you win. We've one, been down okay, this road before, the, right? We, we know the right, wheels are going right. to come off, and we're going to lose the next fourteen games, right? <laughs> right, All right. And that's totally. Even illogical. though they've been outstanding yeah. in two games, I mean, yeah. I mean, especially, yeah. especially that that Titans game. 
I mean, you can argue the the uh, the Bengals game because the offense didn't play that well, but we well, we saw yeah, the offense yeah. do a lot better against the Titans. Right. Yeah, I would argue that that's probably the most complete game that this organization has played in in a very long time. Yeah, but what adds to this year too, I think, is just this love affair with Nick Chubb. We've talked about that a lot because now he's he's mortal and. And it was devastating. And I think that that's added to this group and just the run of, you know, like bad luck, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think I think that's a good point, John. I think more of the doom and gloom comes from, you know, fans seeing guys like that get hurt. And, you know, it does take the wind out of their sails. Um, Well, we've been so fortunate. This guy's been so durable over the years. I mean, I think that's part of the reason hopefully he'll get back sooner than later because he has worked out so well so but yeah. that's that's why you need depth and uh, you know that's why you know, there are 53 guys on a roster and a practice squad and you know no no team makes it through the season without injury hmm. yeah yeah so uh, you guys want to give any some thoughts on what you expect to happen in this game we don't have to go into a lot of uh, detail here because we're going to give some predictions. We can just skip to that if you want, because I don't know if any of us really knows what to expect out of PJ Walker. We don't know exactly what the weather's going to be for this game. Um, yeah. Um, I think it's, you know, I just, I'm, I'm going to rely on kind of that whole thing we talked about with Schwartz and his, um, ability to, to do well against somebody like like Shanahan and um, hoping the defense performs well and you know get gets that turnover too I think uh, most of the guys that I've been talking to in the fanatical elves they think it could be a low score if the Browns are going to win it needs to be low scoring you've got a, a kid in PJ Walker who's going to be new and um, you know obviously 49ers have a really good defense so it'll be interesting to see how that that pans out. Um, I think the the line on the game has gone from three and a half to what ten? Today, it's ten. Yeah, it's up to ten. <laughs> yeah. On the Deshaun so, Watson news. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not. I mean, I. You know, it's the all white out. The alternative uniforms. I don't know what you guys are going to be wearing. Is we're supposed to all wear white, but I'm wearing cream colored. Uh, <laughs> oh. I'll wear a Nick yeah. Chubb jersey. I don't know if I will have it exposed or not, depending on how okay, cold yes. it is. Yes, yeah. yes. But, um, the only I, thing that's uh, going to be white on me is my knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> Mid-50s I, isn't bad, but it might be a might be a freezing rain or something, so who knows. Right. I just think, that, you know, the Browns, like, you, we've had some really good games this year. Unlike other seasons, we've had two games where we have played really well. And 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 then basically won the game by halftime uh, yeah. against the Titans and the, and the Bengals. So that gives me hope. Um, obviously, we're playing against the best team probably in the, all of the NFL in this game, but they're coming from the West. They've been on a short week. Um, I think the Browns' defense will play better than Dallas's defense did. I think Dallas's offense was sputtering, and they weren't getting a lot from uh, Dak Prescott. And, you know, and I think Browns will have every opportunity. I think the fans will be behind them. Um, they'll, they'll be a good crowd there. And, you know, if they can huh? stay in the game early, uh, it, it, could, it should be a good game. <laughs> so, 
Yeah. That would make yeah. me incredibly happy if it's a good game. I wouldn't I, even I care. I would love to I see would, a good wouldn't game. wouldn't even care if we won or lost, if, if it was a good game. And, yeah. And you know what? If, if, if the other 52 guys went out and, and played their butts off and, yeah. and, you know, at least gave it a Herculean effort, P.J. Walker, um, that would make me more than happy, and, and I would not care about the outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I just want to see a nice effort. Um, I want to see the Browns go out there and play like like they belong to be there, you know, like they belong in the game against a team like the 49ers. Um, show up and, uh, you know, stay in the game uh, as long as I, possible. <laughs> yeah, I hopefully the throughout. Offensive, the offensive line and Jedrick Wills, you know, those are still big concerns. Uh, protecting uh, PJ Walker on Sunday will be, you know, interesting to see how that line holds up, and it, can we get any sort of push and establish a run game? Or are they just going to exclusively have PJ throwing the ball 35, 40 times in this game? Um, I'm anxious to see kind of how that plays out with their game plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let, let's hope they're not going to. Just ask him to pass exclusively. Don't think that would be very, uh, very fair. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, you have to see what you could do as far as a running game. Too. He's going to have to throw the ball for us to be in the game. I mean, well, he's sure, just, he's going to have to throw it. So, sure, but you, know, you need to know he's not throwing it on every single play. Well, yeah, too, we, we we just we can't we can't get ourselves in a position where we're trying to play catch up and and that becomes his responsibility. If yeah. if we can at least put enough pressure on them defensively, and and create some scoring opportunities with our defense, um, then mm-hmm. we can afford to start running the ball um, and mixing it up a little bit. But yeah, if we fall behind, we're it's it's over. Yeah. 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 Okay, guys, let, let's get some uh, score predictions. So so uh, Jeff. Let you go first, or actually, John, we're gonna let you go first. Guest gets to go first and usually kicks our butts on this. Um, (laughs) Um, so, uh, all right, let me think about this for a minute. I, 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 um, San Fran 10 point favorite over under 36 and a half. It dropped a point 36 and a half. So, apparently, Deshaun Watson's worth one point on the over under. (laughs) Okay, since I'm the internal optimist, I'm going to actually give the Browns. The upset win. I know this is a shock to you guys both. I'm right. You're all stunned. Here. <laughs> um, I'm going to take Browns in a close one. I think the way this is going to pan out, the Browns will uh, get get a lead. They're going to get a lead, uh, maybe a touchdown. Um, San Francisco will take the lead back, but the Browns will get some sort of, you know, they're going to win the turnover battle in this one. And they're going to creep ahead again of the 49ers some, at some point midway through the latter part of the third quarter. Their defense is going to play outstanding the rest of the way. And the Browns will hold off and win 17-16. Close go. one. Wow. 17-16. All right. Jeff, you're, you're up. What do you th- well, how do you see this one playing out? Well, first of all, it's going to be another under. 
I mean, that, that goes without saying. Um, the good yeah. news is, is I think the Browns will easily cover in this game. Uh, getting 10 points, I think 10 they'll points. Yeah, okay. easily cover. Okay. Sure. Okay, so if you yeah. want to bet the bet the you know cover the over under, great. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the outcome of the game goes, um, I think the Browns lose a close one. Um, mm-hmm. And and here's how I think it's going to happen. I think our defense is going to score a touchdown for us, mm-hmm. and our offense will probably be responsible for three more points. So I'm going to give us ten, and mm-hmm. I think our defense is probably going to give up thirteen. So I'm going to go thirteen ten San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. And okay. you know what? I'd be happy with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to yeah. get the win, but if it's close and our defense steps up, yeah, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, I think that's what well, I want to see. I want to see that defense. You know, and I thought they played relatively well, even though the score doesn't dictate that they were on the field a lot, and there was a lot of tackling. The motivation they got, you know, I think they were affected by a lot of things. I just want to see that back. I want to see if Jim Schwartz can get these guys' attention. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, I have a prediction to make, and then I have a, a confession to make too. I, I have the, I have the Browns with the upset victory, and I wrote this down before John gave his score, but in somewhat of a field goal fiesta, I have the Browns winning sixteen to thirteen. I'm kind of. Ah. Figuring out a little bit of a slop fest, but not so sloppy that the kickers can't kick. Um, 16-13. Now, my confession is that uh, earlier in the week, I put $2 on the San Francisco 49ers in this game, minus 5. Okay, which which I can now cash out if I want for $2.43 and gain a profit. Or I can oh, let wow. it ride and potentially win three dollars and eighty-one cents if San Francisco covers by five points. <laughs> the only reason I took the bet was because I knew the line was going to balloon eventually, and I thought yeah. I'll put a couple dollars on this. <laughs> I love it. Any advice, guys? <laughs> you guys both both think. Uh, Five points that the 49ers aren't going to win by five. So you guys would say cash it in, right? Yes, I would. Yeah. I'd cash it in. Take the $2.43. Okay. Yeah, go, go, go buy yourself a, a mocha frappe from McDonald's. Yeah. That's won't tell you. <laughs> well, guys, I, I do not bet on football normally, but I did this. Um, I started this. Uh, this is a big, big step for you. You're drinking new, new beers from new beers. Well, yeah, I did the, um, I did the, uh, the DraftKings thing where you sign up yeah. and you bet five dollars and you get right. two hundred dollars yes. in free bets. Okay. I was profiting pretty good on that when that I did that about a year ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, so I, I, um, I made my my eight. $25 bets and I only hit one of them out of eight, <laughs> but, um, but it was a five legged parlay and I end up winning $168 on it. Nice. So, so yeah, I, yeah, I hit, um, I had Oklahoma and the over against Texas. And then I picked, I think the, the lions, the chiefs and somebody else to win last week. And they all won. So I won 100, 168 bucks, and the easy two and three legged parlays that I thought were slam dunks all missed. Yeah, 
So, wow, so okay. yeah. So I will probably cash out a hundred dollars of that and keep it, and then keep yeah. playing with sixty-eight bucks until it's gone. <laughs> that's that's the kind of gambler I am, guys. No, I, I will not I'm put. Right I am not going to deposit any more money into that account. I put my five bucks in. I am done. Yeah, I'm I'm the nice. same way, Ryan. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Well, we have our uh, we have our uh, predictions. We're all hoping for a good game. We're all going to be there. And um, where yeah, will you guys be sitting? Where Where are your seats? We're in the We're in the uh, dog. Pound. What's a uh, What yeah, section, up, Jeff? Up, you know, uh, one nineteen, I think. I'll be on the other side. We're, we're, oh. we're we can we'll be up there in the mire. So if you up in the upper deck, there's that section five forty four. Where it's like a, only three rows. It's a great, oh. great little section. It'd probably be easier to meet you in Columbus, John. <laughs> yes, I think that's what I think that's what we'll we'll plan. I got your t-shirt, I got or your your golf shirt to give you, so we'll have to get that to you. Yeah, we'll, yeah, I'll those. get back to you on those dates. Um, yeah, yeah. Are are you guys going to tailgate at all? Um, you and the wife. No. no. Okay. <laughs> Understandable. It's probably going to be raining. Yeah. Where Where so. are you guys going to go? We'll be a top dog. Third and uh, West Third and Summit. Okay. And we may walk so through the, the uh, top dog. Top dog, yeah. Okay. I think I, is that that's in that stretch of uh, bars, right? That's like closed off. As you're coming down West Third, or is that right? No. I I have no idea. Jeff drives. It's it's just okay. around the corner from um, um, West Sixth um yeah and and the okay. you know like like um all the bars and everything you know that are over there it's, yeah it's just around right. the corner a little bit closer to the stadium it actually overlooks the uh the stadium oh okay yeah there's yeah. usually there's usually quite a few people from twitter there so you you walk That's right down sad. west third to get yeah. to gate a right right yeah no i know what you're talking right over there and that, and it's, so it's it's okay. real convenient yeah so yeah it's, it's what, what time do you guys get there now? What, will you get there pretty early? Not even sure yet. Okay. We have no idea. Yeah. TBD. We'll, we'll probably be there at least a couple hours before the game. Yeah, sure. probably. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. Well, have fun. I'll, I'll, sure. I'll text you during the game, see, see how, it's, how it's going. Sounds good. Sounds cool. good. All right. All right, guys, let's get some closing remarks, and then we're going to get on out of here. So, uh, so, John, any closing remarks or thoughts for the listeners? Um. Not a lot. I it's just I think uh, at this point I'm 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 sort of emotionally spent from the whole shoulder injury stuff this week, and I'm just hoping that the Browns are are motivated more than they were, um, or you know just a bad taste losing to the Ravens like they did, and they've had this buy. They've had an opportunity to kind of uh, re re reset themselves, and I'm hoping that we can see that. Um, certainly I think the fans will be excited that they're back and they'll be wearing their alternative, uh, white, all white uniforms. So that'll be cool to see in person. Then, yeah. uh, just looking for the, looking forward to Sunday. All right. That's John Suchan. Follow him at John Suchan on Twitter and, uh, check yeah, out all his work. Him. And he's, he's not only, uh, Mr. Podcast, he does a lot of writing too. So I didn't even I didn't even pump up that stuff, but it it's all 
on his uh all on his twitter account everything so uh thanks Rod. check that out um jeff closing remarks tonight yeah thanks john for for pinch hitting tonight um Absolutely. i just want to i just want to remind the fan base that this the start of this schedule we knew it was going to be tough we would have been happy to get through it with a couple of wins we're already there there's a lot of football left to be played the record the combined record of all the teams that we face this season if you throw out san francisco from last year, the combined record from last year is 118, 118 wins and 150 losses. Mm. There's tons of opportunity to win games later in the schedule. Even a loss to the 49ers, no matter how ugly it is, it's not the end of the world. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> All right. I have visions of Jim Jim Carrey saying there's a chance. There's a, There's a chance. <laughs> All right. This has been the Browns Blitz. We thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. Yeah.